Welcome to Blue by 90, your Michigan football podcast. We are three dudes who talk maize and blue. I'm Kalen, joined by Nate and Jack. Hey, yo. And what up? this week, we had a bye week, or as Jim Harbaugh calls it, improvement week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had a lot of really great football games outside of Michigan football this weekend, guys. I mean, we had Minnesota over Penn State. Go Gophers. We had LSU over Alabama. Uh, Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had Illinois over MSU. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Go Brandon Peters. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the best like college football weekends, and I, I was actually I happy that season. of the season. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was actually kind of nice. Michigan had the bye week, and I just got to like watch all the games and right. just really take it all in and not think about my team and just look <laughs> at everybody else and start just, comparing the field. And, just have fun watching football. Yeah. Again. Not just like yanking my hair out watching Michigan, mm. but yeah. No. So you want to start first? Which game do you want to start first with? I think let's start with the noon game. The, the noon game, Minnesota, Penn State. Yeah, I, I thought Minnesota it was Honestly, pretty good. Yeah, before we like when I saw this game on schedule, I was just like, I don't even care. Penn State's gonna walk all over them, and then like Minnesota started like going undefeated, right? Mm. And I'm like, oh shit, like. This is going somewhere here, right? And then they showed up to play the game. I was like, dude, P.J. Fleck has this program, like, rolling. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I mean, I, uh, yeah, definitely. P.J. Fleck, I think he's got Minnesota going in the right direction. I think, um, I also think Penn State's overrated. I was <laughs> yeah. kind of talking, yeah, I don't know if I said sure. anything about this on the podcast before, um, but I was talking to a couple guys at work, and, um, I mean, you look at, if Michigan could have played them the way they did in the second half of that entire game, they would have won by two touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we were talking, I think we were talking about the Penn State-Ohio State game. Ohio State's going to blow them out. Yeah. Like, that's, I just think Penn State was, I mean, I can't believe they had them ranked number four that's in the ridiculous. college football playoff. That's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, go Gophers. Good to see them, you know, win. And Penn yeah. State, they might finish up like 10-2. I don't know who else they're playing other than Ohio State. They're up to Indiana, right? They might play Indiana, which is also Indiana. another, like, little Yeah, that could be another team. one that, yeah. you know. And, but it also could be something where they're more focused on Indiana now because it's not such a huge matchup against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or if actually, I guess it would be because if they have one loss, they'd have to beat Ohio State to go to the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Penn State's going to get rolled. But, yeah, that Minnesota team just looked, like, fast out there. They were quick. They were running some interesting plays. I was kind of just sitting there watching going, like, wow. Like, why are we not talking about this team at all? Mm-hmm. I now I know why. I mean, they'll be a top ten team, I think, after this week. You well, think have so? to be. They 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 undefeated. should. They undefeated. undefeated. They had some people they had ranked, ranked in the top yeah. four. I think they, they have were to be top seventeen though. They'll yeah. have to move up seven mm-hmm. spots. Well, yeah, but I mean, undefeated team, and they have a you know a real game that they won. So mm-hmm. I mean, they have, they have to put them in there. Because now I, I mean, yeah. feel like the committee can't just be like, oh yeah, well, you know we you know I agree. We with didn't you. put Penn State where. They should have been, so Minnesota's going to still be number 17. Like, they're, they're going to be top 10. They yeah, have to be. I, I I'm shocked if they yeah. are. Okay, yeah. You sold me. What do you think, Nate? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm on the same, same yeah. page. I thought that Penn State team looked like their entire offense was based on just, like, a random big play. It seemed like, like kind of what I had said when Michigan played them, <clears throat> K.J. Hamler was that piece that won them the game. And I didn't really feel like they were some stellar team or had some great defense. And mm-hmm. um, they gave up some big plays to Michigan. And then they did the same thing with Minnesota. They gave a lot, gave up a lot of big plays to them. Mm-hmm. 
their quarterback did a really great job. He had he was eighteen for twenty, three hundred and thirty nine yards and three TDs. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. It was it was pretty crazy. They had a lot of big plays that they let up, and then on the uh, Sean Clifford's performance was pretty bad. He had three picks, and he just seemed to throw the ball on those deep balls was just too short. It kind of yeah really uh, yeah. sunk the ship for them. They, I mean. You can't win the game when you have three turnovers. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Pretty sorry. Hey, but you know what? Row the boat. I'm a believer now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm know just not a fan of PJ Fleck. I just, <laughs> I, I don't like the guy. He just seems kind of like a cocky douche to me, but that's my opinion. Um, According to the spun, he's going to be uh, coaching Michigan, right? No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> No. Um, I think it'll be harder for him to have, like, I mean, I feel like where a lot of his success comes from is because he goes to, like, these not as big schools, like Western, uh, I mean, D1 programs, like Western Minnesota, and he gets these guys to buy in and, you know, really gets them motivated. Mm-hmm. Where I think if he goes to, like, some people are saying, like, Florida State, like, I don't know if he'd be able to control those guys, you know, like, yeah. a lot of egos on, on those big school teams where yeah. I think, like, Minnesota, you know. They don't. They probably don't run into that issue. But yeah. again, I could be totally wrong. He could be. He could be great at any program. But I don't know. I think there's a difference of taking players or like teams that are have bad players to good can, instead of like and compared to coaches that take good players to being great. Right. Mm-hmm. It's easy to take these guys who are like three stars, get them to like actually focus, pay attention, care about the X's and O's, teach them the fundamentals in more like a, of a focused manner. That's easier to get a team to go from three wins to, like, eight wins, right? It's more difficult to get a team to go from ten wins to twelve wins. Oh, like yeah. that's hmm. There's no me, margin for error there. There's no margin yeah, for true. error, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe P.J. Fleck could be one of those coaches in the future. Maybe. But maybe I, I'm kind of with you, Jack. I think it's kind of what you're talking about. That's just what I kind of get. He's a very, very excited, like, guy. And he, like, you know, it brings a lot of, like, energy and emotion. It's just like, you know, will that work in, like, a big... Program, mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't maybe, be surprised if you got a shot somewhere down the line here. Oh yeah, but uh, I think yeah, if they didn't sign that extension, guys, there's a lot of talk about him going to Sparty. Whoa. Well, that's also a similar program where D'Antonio gets these three star guys, kind of like you know, whatever, and then mm-hmm. they make runs. So yeah, um, well, that's a good, interesting point you guys are making. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. But yeah, they play Iowa next week. That could be an interesting matchup for Yeah, they've got some tough games, right? Iowa and Wisconsin, two left, two games left. Or who else? Yeah, uh, have one more. Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. And Northwestern's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, Minnesota, we'll see where they go. What else? That's, that's pretty much all I had from the game. Honestly, it was it was pretty interesting towards the end because they almost, Penn State almost had a chance to win, but then it was just like, they just farted. <laughs> yeah. Just the game was like, well, that's kind of what... They played like the the whole game, so it felt it felt like Minnesota seemed pretty dominant the yeah. entire time. The environment seemed to be rocking there too. I was kind of like, oh wow, yeah. Minnesota, what? It looked like a fun environment. Honestly, I like if I was in Minnesota, I would go into the game for yeah. sure. I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really mess with Minnesota like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Penn State's got to play IU and then Ohio State back to back after that loss. That could be kind of tough for them. Mm-hmm. So something to think about for all you Penn State fans, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, otherwise, I mean, the real star of the show yesterday was LSU. <laughs> Man, that that is a championship caliber team. I'll say, the, the, like, I can't wait to see them in the playoffs. Oh man, I'm 
I'm oh. roll time. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody get your Coach O uh, impressions ready. Go Tigers. There's a great day for the state of Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Bobby Boucher or something could run <laughs> out of the state. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. No, but that LSU team and even that Bama team, they both looked, like, really good. Jalen Waddle had that return on punt return, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean... Uh, you just had to see the game because it was just like phenomenal. Right? Yeah, it was it was the most exciting game of the year. Um, I guess I'll talk Bam a little bit first. I was really impressed by um, Tua for having the ankle injury because you could tell like towards the end of the game he, he was, was limping. Yeah, he was not himself at the start of the game. It took him a little bit of time to get rolling. He had that fumble in the he, first possession. He had a fumble, which now you look back on it and go like, if they were score that touchdown, you know those points were pretty valuable, mm-hmm. especially going down the stretch. Uh, Najee Harris had a pretty big day, especially in the second half. He really came on 146 yards. Honestly, from me watching the game, I don't think the the um, Crimson Tide ran the ball at all the first half. Their offense looked like garbage. Second half, they really started going. So I feel like he got 146 yards pretty much in the second half, second which is half. pretty pretty insane to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for Alabama, Najee Harris was a stud. Tua, 418 yards, four TDs. And he's got a really accurate deep ball. Um, Tua, yeah. Really impressed with him despite the fact that he had the injury. Um, uh, LSU. Um, to that Chase guy? The uh, What was his name? <clears throat> Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. And their, their receivers are just ridiculous. Oh, they're all I, receivers. I thought the MVP of the game was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh, that guy. <clears throat> the running back, right? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. had some nifty moves out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had over 100 yards, but I think that was really interesting to me is his, like, just power on those third downs because there was one play where they threw it out to the sideline and he had probably six yards and he had a Bama defender literally right in front of him. And he, like, pushed through him, managed to stay in bounce, and then that was the play that they converted the third down, went down, and then they got up by 12. And I was like, wow, this guy literally saved his, put the team on his back, right? And then it was really interesting because they thought they had won the game, and he's on the sidelines, and he's crying, right? And his coach is, like, holding him, and it was like, okay, wow, this is a great moment. And then Bama throws that crazy pass at the end, <laughs> and now it's a five-point game again. Yeah, exactly. They had the onside kick, and then they had to convert another third down, and then he comes back on the field <laughs> and runs through, like, three guys for an eight-yard run, and then wild. they won the game. It was, the, like, he was the MVP for me. I think, um, uh, you know, he was he was a guy, but, yeah. Oh, man, dude, that... That was just a wild game. That was like old school LSU Bama. Like they kept hyping up that game from eight years ago, right? But this was better than that, I thought. More decided, more offense, more offense. Yeah, for sure. But no, I'm I'm with you. That was awesome. Uh, you think he's gonna win the Heisman, bro? Bro, I think it's I think it's that, to lose at this yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, that game definitely helped them. <laughs> Didn't help Tua, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I mean, I hate to sound resolved already, but I'm looking forward to seeing that LSU-Ohio State game. Yeah, that that should be a fun game to watch. That's kind of a matchup yeah. that's, like, perfect. It's, like, two offenses which are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, though, if they do put Bama at four, 
Um, you think they will this week? I'm not saying... I don't know what the, the playoff committee would think, but honestly, I thought that in a rematch, with Tua not having... Or having some time it's to kind of rehab that his foot. That asterisk there. Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, he was hurt. Yeah. I thought the sec- their second half performance was pretty was, dominant. Yeah. They like, really they good. looked really good. I would like to kind of see that matchup again. And see, I think after that game, now the committee's going to be going like, number one, this is going to be a huge game for views, right? People would yeah. tune <laughs> into another rematch. Oh, yeah. How many game, points yeah. did LSU have in the second half? Like, 13 or something. I think that's because they were up 33, yeah. 13 and a half. And Alabama had 26, 41. Yeah, so, I mean, they yeah. they kind of put their foot down second half, defense-wise. Yeah. Kind of like, like Michigan-Penn State. Yeah, exactly. It's really interesting to me, like, because you look back at these teams in 2011 they played, and the game was 6-9 to nine during the regular season, then yeah. Bama won 21 to nothing. But the talk that year was all defense. And it's really interesting to see... Within just this decade, that it seems like high-powered offense is the way to go. And it was pretty evident to me in that game, just thinking about this as a Michigan fan, like, number one, you need a quarterback who's mobile and can throw a deep ball and is really the stud on the team. Number two, you need the ability to spread spread the ball out on offense. And three, you need top... Five recruiting classes. You need like two of your classes at least to have like top five or top ten or something. Talent, yeah. yeah. yeah talent. So, so what you're saying is we need to put Joe Milton in. <laughs> what I'm saying is we do need some better quarterback performance if yeah. we want to win a national title. Um, we do need to keep this offense. I know some people are probably like hesitant, but I think we you know need to keep this offense. For next year, see yeah. how it plays out. We need oh, to keep yeah. evolving with this offense. This is the offense. I'm we got to go with it, period. Actually, I want to take that and kind of maneuver a little bit because there's some people out there saying, like, Jim Harbaugh's got a hold of the offense, blah, 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 blah. Like, he's taking hold. That's why we're running the ball like we were last year, you know. But I've heard also some other things saying, like, well, actually, this is very similar in terms of the run game, how Alabama ran the ball last year. So it's very possible that this is Josh Gaddis, you know, still calling, but just recognizing where our talents are right now and calling run plays. What do you guys think about that? I hope it's Gaddis. <laughs> Otherwise, what are we paying him for? Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the same page with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to call bold prediction for next year. If Michigan were to win out, they okay, so if all their wide receivers stay, right, this class that would be – Excuse me. This class is the number out of four, was ranked number four in the recruiting class. All the seniors that will be returning for next year, right? Those guys, if they go out and win, go undefeated, Dylan McCaffrey could win the Heisman. I'm calling it. Whoa. That's my bold prediction. For that, next year. Yeah, that is a bold Dylan McCaffrey. It's an early prediction. <laughs> it's way too early. Way too early prediction. Dylan McCaffrey I, I, I wins the Heisman. Michigan goes undefeated. That's if that. But Nico's not going to come back. Why not? Nico's good. Dude. There's no, uh, there's no good reason for him to come back. I've seen draft early draft predictions they have for him Nico, like going first round. I saw a third. Third. I saw third. I've seen yeah. a lot. I've heard about a lot of teams that are yeah. interested in him. I mean, you can you see what he does. I mean, he can jump up and get the ball. I mean, I don't know. I'd be shocked if he came back. I think yeah. Tariq could come back to boost his stock because he's been hurt so much. DPJ is just a genius. He's gonna. 
you know, trying to get in the medical school or whatever <laughs> it is. I think he's coming back. Yeah. And then we've got Ronnie. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd love if Nico came back, but I'd be shocked if he did. Yeah. I just don't think there's any Yeah, I think definitely upside for him to stay. DPJ and Tariq are not. Should not go. Yeah. Are not? I don't know. But, um, yeah, Nico, I, I think it's kind of up in the air. Just because... You know how guys are. I mean, they might get a draft grade like projection, and they go like, oh, "I don't like that. I'm gonna come back and try to do something else." Yeah. Think Shea, right? <laughs> and that didn't definitely didn't go well for him. No, well, maybe, maybe this is me just like talking out of talking out of my butt. But I heard somewhere that the likelihood of you succeeding in the NFL because you returned for your senior year, it's like create some sort of, like, your probability of succeeding in the NFL goes up. I don't know. I see, like, Nico, I think he's a great player, but would you take him, like, in the first first round? No. Like, there's, you got Bama wide receivers and yeah. LSU. You yeah. got Jefferson. Yeah. You got um, Judy. You got, oh, God, I can't remember his name. There's so many good Bama wide receivers that I would Something take Something Smith, Devontae Smith, right? Yeah. Speedy dude. yeah. No, I, I don't know. What you're is saying. Waddle a sophomore or something? Or? Yeah, I'm not exactly I'm, sure. I'm not sure, but I, I mean, I would like to see them all come back. And I think that's when you could actually. I, I don't know. My hopes are. I I'm thinking like too far. In the I was future. gonna say. I feel like if it's something we were talking about, like he's got to kind of match himself up with everybody in the class, then he's got to look at next year too. Like who else is out there? Mm-hmm. But I just don't see his stock improving any more than it. Than it's at right now, unless the offense dramatically changed. Right, but, then, really but does that improve his stock though? I think it unless does. He, unless he gets a little bit faster or something, I, I just don't know. I, I think, think it does because. Or, sorry, can't yeah, I, no, I think it it would because it would give him more chance to like show off his talents than he has right now. Right, you see the occasional pass to Nico, occasional jump ball, but if it was like think LSU where now he's. You know, we're throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game. That's that many more chances for him to catch the ball in space, make Show plays. some other stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Create separation, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, so now a lot of that is out of his hands, too, right? So he's got to take that into account where he's like, eh, maybe I've shown off everything I got. Let me go to the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know. But, yeah, that's a good point that you bring up. Uh, Nate, you got anything else? LSU, Bama? Um, you ready for the Lions to take Najee Harris round two? Uh, Lions already got plenty of backs. They, um, I told myself with the Lions, I'd commit for watching eight games, and you know it, it started off it's done. strong. Yeah, it's you've, done. You've satisfied that requirement. Yeah. Like I love the Lions, but I mean, the, the, you're past the midway mark, and you're you're already you're not five hundred. Like good luck. Not even close to five hundred. Not even three and six, three and five. Uh, three, three, five, three and one. five and one now. Yeah. So it's <clears throat> season's done. Yeah. You know, I think they got a lot of things to look forward to in the future. But it seems like Matt Stafford, when he something can't, something's never right with that team. <laughs> Matt Stafford's always pretty good, and then the line will just be will just <laughs> suck. And then this year, the defense, the offensive line isn't terrible. They can run the ball. They can do a couple things. Now the defense just. Can't do nothing. It sucks, dude. The defense, <laughs> what, dude, they're like, what, 30th or 20th? It's just 28th. They're terrible. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Back to <laughs> Michigan football. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but what, what was the other game you want to talk about? Ohio State, man. Let's talk about it. Oh, I don't even want. 
Let's want to talk about that. They're <laughs> so a lot of the same that we've been saying all season. Yeah, they're just they dominant. Just, they're dominant. They don't even need Chase, right? They well, don't. They don't I need mean, Chase. They don't need I think like the end of the season, it'll become more of a, you know, it'll show that they could, you know, he could probably help out in some situations. But there's the team that can just plug the next guy in, and they're fine. I mean, it's not Chase Young isn't the one scoring seventy points on offense. Like yeah. Against the teams that they're playing for the rest of the season, they'll be fine without them. Like mm-hmm. Michigan again, like I'm, I think, in well, a I realist eyes, we'll can... get blown out. But it's a rivalry game, and I think there's a chance that anything can happen. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I heard there's a possibility of him getting a reduction to two games instead of four. Instead of four, because the way he's like co- cooperated with the NCA. My personal opinion, like I'm excited that he won't play in that game possibly. Oh, yeah. But. I also think that he's getting screwed over, and this is yeah, like classic fun. NCAA, right? Yeah, I'm with 100. percent I'm ridiculous. like, thank God he's not playing against us. But but NCAA is awful. This is BS. <laughs> loan is the loan they had is 700 bucks. Like, You're gonna find come four games. on, yeah. that guy's gonna make how much money in the NFL? Yeah, how like, much was how many games was Urban suspended for for like covering for a wife beater? <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was like, like two, three. It two was, or three. Yeah, he spent on three, and yeah. then Chase Young takes 700 <laughs> bucks to fly his girlfriend out to the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah, four games. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. He's oh, making man. himself like a joke. Yeah. So, Ohio State was pretty dominant. I kind of want to talk about Mark D'Antonio a little bit, because yeah. to me, this is all coming back t- to him, and I, all I think about is when there was the little brother game where Mike Hart made those comments, and then Mark D'Antonio said, the pride comes before the fall. Now, it's looking like he could possibly lose his job. I don't know. The the AD has said, like, that's just, you know, all crap. Like, he's going to be the coach next year. But the fan base is pissed off, for sure. If if Michigan wins next week, there's going to be a lot of talk. Because now he's... He's like in his last like forty eight games. He was like he's twenty five and twenty three or something. It's like pretty bad for where their expectation was at. What are your kind of thoughts? Do you think? Well, what what was the record? Do we know what their record was after the three and nine season? Like last year? Was that last year? I, well, I thought three and nine was twenty seventeen and last year because they were three and nine when we in twenty sixteen. Oh, okay. Twenty seventeen. Do we know what their record was? I'm not sure. Maybe like seven and five or something. I'm I'm taking a guess. I'd have to look. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just I just think Mark D'Antonio, Michigan State's a basketball school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't see them getting rid of D'Antonio with what he's done, done. there. Yeah. I mean, what he's got a Rose Bowl win, right? Like he's got two big. He's been to the college football playoff. Like he he had one down year. He had a down year three years ago, and then he came back. I got to figure out what their record was that year. Yeah. No, because I, mean, I just I. If he has two bad years in a row, maybe they get rid of him. But I think he's somebody that will leave the program before he gets fired. Yeah, like I he, mean, we've kind of been talking about like programs and how they've looked or how they've looked over our lifespan, right? And like Ohio State has been dominant. Michigan has been like decent and had peaks and and you know whatever. Uh, but MSU is one of those programs that has been like pretty middle of the road. Kind of got cute, like twenty thirteen to twenty sixteen, <laughs> and then they're kind of falling back into, you know, they're kind of normal, you know, eight wins, nine yeah. wins, 
which is not bad. Mm-hmm. That's you know very. That's where us as Michigan yeah. fans are at right now, and mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out how to take that next step. So I mean, MSU fans are suffering where they mm-hmm. had great success, and they're kind of falling back into that, you know, mm-hmm. that valley for a little bit. Was so Michigan State was ten and three, the year after three and nine. Oh, see, there you go. So they could come out next year and be 10-3. Yeah. 10-2. 11-whatever. I mean, I don't see D'Antonio going anywhere. People were calling for Nick Saban's job yesterday after oh. they lost to LSU. Like, that's, this is how ridiculous fan bases are in general. <laughs> like, they're spoiled, I get D'Antonio's having, having a bad year at Sparty. Mm. But you know what? they're not going to get rid of D'Antonio. <laughs> I'm just going to... If basketball was, like, tanking, maybe they get rid of D'Antonio. But yeah. basketball's fine, and nobody's going to care about football once it's over. we got to take a step back, because you guys remember maybe a few weeks ago, and we were like, Jim Harbaugh's got to get this figured out. Yeah. Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we were just like this. 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. That's you know, it's just, uh, people, it's, it's us as fans, yeah. I mean, That's everybody out there, is. like... It's awful. We're awful people. <laughs> I, I looked at Jim Harbaugh's like recruiting classes and just like overall performance, and I know he hasn't won a lot of big, big games, but I mean, if you look at like where the program was, <laughs> like I mean, it was exactly. pretty bad. We're in a great position. Yeah, we just need Brady Hoke to relax. Yeah, we just need Brady Hoke to be recruiting coordinator, mm-hmm. and then Jim Harbaugh to be coach. I mean, if you think about it, right, Jim Harbaugh's year that they had the loss against Iowa and they the JT was short play with the terrible refs, still bitter about that. Yeah. That was a that was a great year for them. And I looked back at the recruiting class for the players for Jabril Peppers, like those those guys who were juniors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ranked 31st. That was the recruiting class. Are you serious? Yeah, like Chase Winovich, like all those guys. Wow. They were bad. And Jim Harbaugh took that team and made them good. Same thing with Brady Hoke's, the, the, his first year, right? 10-3. Like guys, yeah. yeah. We're 11, yeah. I think we're 11-2. Well, yeah, not we're Brady Hoke's, I'm talking about Jim Harbaugh's first year where he took Brady Hoke's Oh, I guys. thought you were going to say Brady oh, Hoke yeah. after he took over. 20, for 2015. Yeah. With the Jake Rudak mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, cool. I mean, honestly, you go, well... It's easy for us as Michigan fans to somehow think about the years prior and hold Michigan up and the brand as some sort of deity that, oh, it has to be great. And, like, you're mm-hmm. totally not thinking about, okay, it's it's a football program at the end of the day. Just because you have the name and all that stuff, you still got to go out there and play the games. Right. Right? Nobody – I mean – Whenever people throw out that Clemson stat that it took Dabo, like, seven years to really get him rolling. Yeah. What do, what do you think about that? Are you like, you know what, I'll hang in here with Jim for seven years to finally hit that, like, 13-0? and 0 I mean, whatever. we have to. What yeah. What is the upside of us yeah. getting rid of him so we can start over again? Yeah, that's... And then go through four years and, like, we're not satisfied yeah. and we get a new guy and it just keeps happening. Yeah. So we, have to, we have to ride it out. It's just... Same thing with, like, Notre Dame fans and Brian Kelly. It's the same way. They're like, well, oh, not going to win a championship. Well, like... Join a conference they, they, then. Yeah, like <laughs> this year they have well, number one joining conference. They still have a better recruiting class in Michigan this year. Yeah. Coming up, it's like I think they're like six or seven or something. Like I mean, they're a top ten recruiting class. People just gotta like you know, yeah, calm down, calm down. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, my goal is that the team. My hope is that the team uh, will win as many games as they can this year. If they lose yeah. Ohio State, like I'm, I'm fine with it. 
I'm fine. I understand. Just so good. They're just so good. <laughs> They're just so good. Like I'm not going to be upset if they lose that game. I would prefer that they keep it close and not have a blowout like last year. But I mean, look at it's just the way that the, here's here's what happened. Michigan lost to Appalachian State in 2007. Right? They had lost five straight games to Ohio State back in the early 2000s. Right? The program was trajectorying downward. Right? And then guess what happened? They got Rich Rod, and then there was a lot of backstabbing from the three and out book, as you probably know. Players leaving. You had a guy, Zach Bourne, who went from Michigan to Ohio State. Who makes that move? He was a, he was going to be a senior, and he transferred to Ohio State. So Ohio State's program was trajectorying upward. Michigan's going downward. With Rich Rod, just things were not working. The Couldn't get some solid recruiting classes, and then... And then you had Brady Hoke, who doesn't wear a headset, mm-hmm. right? What kind of coach doesn't wear a headset? Are you kidding me? That's like that's like a, a pilot just going like, ah, I'm just going to go up there. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense, right? And so you have a coach who had pretty much the program and people in the back office going behind him with Rich Rod. Then you had Brady Hoke, who just obviously probably wasn't that great of a coach. And his recruiting classes weren't that good. And then now we finally have something where we're trying to get back on the upward trend. I'm actually pretty optimistic and pretty positive. If they can end the season on another 10-3 and three note, maybe next year can be the year. Um, maybe I'm going, going off to. I'm already no, starting no, to look no, to next I'm, year. Yeah. You look like... Uh, I love it. You remind me of like Charlie and... Always sunny, where he's got all the strings, and then this guy over here was doing this, and this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, Nate's on, oh, Nate's yeah. on it today. But I mean, but I you're just, right. You got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think that Michigan can beat Ohio State this year, and you're going to be upset that oh Jim Harbaugh's not getting things together. Yeah, it's like what do you? What is your solution then? You know, Joe Schmo. Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you going to do? Fire Jim Harbaugh and hire who? Who? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's always my question. Who do you want? Like, Florida State is in a good conundrum right now, right? Who are you going to hire to repair that program? They are in some, mm. you know, deep, deep stuff, right? Mm. I mean... It's all just... It's just a hype train. Yeah. And people get on the train and they start going, Whoa, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's get this guy. He played, you know, <laughs> yeah. he did this and that. And then people <laughs> just going, We're going to be really good. And then... You know, and then you just take a fart again, right? And then you start, and then you get pissed, yeah. and then you start going you out. Fire no, that, that guy. guy sucks. He sucked, and yeah. you go that guy, that guy over there, and then you just start going up, right? Like, let's just wait this out as fans. Let's not hold Michigan up to some sort of deity, like yeah. it's some unstoppable program. It's a football yeah, team, and it goes through its phases, right? Yeah. No, you're right. Wow, if if you're listening and you're not on the Harbaugh train, you better be now <laughs> because that was straight facts. Um, no, Nate, you're you're right, <laughs> dude. This is like this is 26 years as a fan, man. It's just a bubbled up, bubbled up, a fire in my belly. You just spat yeah. it all out on the mic. Yeah, yeah no, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah, um, to kind of okay, we swerved off. Yeah, yeah Let's sorry. Let's swerve back to <laughs> some of the games last weekend. <laughs> Um, in terms of the MSU stuff, I would be curious to ask, like, an MSU fan, like, what's the outlook? Like, we're, you're talking about the coaches and all that stuff. Like, do you actually want to fire D'Antonio? Like, because we're all saying, like, he's actually been really good. Are you honestly, like, fire D'Antonio? Are you honestly, like, like is your season just done now? 
And if it is, like, what do you expect next year? Like, I have questions for somebody who would be an MSU fan that I don't think we <laughs> were equipped to answer. I don't know what you guys think, though. You know, I uh, their fan base has pretty much been crying for, like, some changes to their offense mm-hmm. because that's been the one piece that seems to, like, not click as well. Mm-hmm. They've, they've similar story. It sounds like exactly like Michigan, you know. Yeah. I think for state, if you're a state fan, your your hope is that they actually make some changes on the offensive side, and if they don't make the changes and it continues to be this kind of trend, then you know, I don't know. But I think he is also. It's also difficult. I'm going to say this: when Michigan sucks, they look better, right? And yes, they've won true. a lot of close games. Times where I think state is overrated, and somehow like. You know, the Ohio State game where they won and then went to the Big Ten Championship game. Guess yeah. what happened? They they won off of a like a muff punt against Michigan, and then they played Ohio State, and it was like in the rain, and, and Ohio State was just not ready. They, they just seem like a program to me, watching them over the past 10 years, that has gotten pretty lucky in some close games. A couple of those games go differently. They're a different team. Their program's a different outcome. So to Totally me, different decade. Totally different decade. Yeah. So, and when you look at Michigan, being as crappy as they were, right, that's been the the program in the state that has controlled everything. And when they go down, Michigan State goes up, right? And so I think some of their success has been because Michigan has been so shitty. Yeah, I mean, that's... Not so shitty, but just not... Not not to their standard. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, that's probably true. Jack, you got any thoughts on that? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm with you as far as you know. They, I think they need to make some changes on their offense because it seems like their defense is always kind of like right there with Michigan. They're you know they have a good defense. They're tops in the country. They always seem to have a good D. But it's like you don't hear anything about the offense. Yeah, because <laughs> they clearly are not doing you know what they need them to do. So I don't know. I think D'Antonio sticks around. I don't think. Yeah. No. I don't think it'd be a good idea for them to get rid of him because who are you gonna get? Yeah. You know, yeah. especially now that PJ Fleck signed. That extension with Minnesota. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're all just looking forward to basketball season. Just, you know. yeah. they are, they're already 0-1, right? They are, yeah. The, the D'Antonio thing kind of reminds me a little bit of John Beeline type stuff. Because we're kind of like reversed in, in basketball and football, right? There was that year um, where Michigan basketball had like a down year. And people were like, fire Beeline. Like, it, it's like, it could Ridiculous. be like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, yeah. Uh, in terms of outlook for this coming weekend and the uh, big game coming up for us, right? What are you guys looking forward to? Any predictions? Any I'm looking sort forward of, to dominance, man. I mean, you Whoa, think wow. this offense is going to be able to fly against this defense? What's your vibe there? I hope so. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say the same thing I've said every week for the past couple weeks on this podcast. Quick outs to our receivers. Get them <laughs> the ball. Offensive line, keep doing what you're doing. Let's run the ball. And just, you know, show why we've got better athletes than they do. And just yeah. get it to our athletes. Because you, you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to show up for this game, and we're going to start running the ball. And we're going to try to establish the line of scrimmage. And one of two things is going to happen. Either we're going to run the ball, run, 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 two yards per carry, two yards per carry, maybe win by a touchdown. Or we're going to run very well and try to run the ball to the outside and... Uh, you know, five yards per carry, a couple big runs, 
and then Shea's going to be a game manager, throw a couple play-action passes to Nico or DPJ, and we're going to win by two touchdowns. That's pretty much how... If Shea can just manage a game, I think... Hardball ball goes. That's <laughs> fine with me, as long as we get a win. Yeah. Yeah. I... I just really want them to win the game. I don't care if it's by three points or thirty points, as long as they win the game. Yeah, I I mean it's tough because I look at Michigan State and they showed up the first half against Illinois. Sometimes it kind of makes me go like, I don't know what team we're gonna see on Saturday. Yeah, my thought is to I really don't like bye weeks sometimes because I think you know you play a week. Or you have a week of practice, you play a game. Week of practice, play a game. You're in that game mode, and then all of a sudden, whoop, you're taken right out. Yeah, mental you know? thing. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like Michigan right now has like some absurd amount of injuries that they need to like get their players back. Well, I think that's what Jim Harbaugh was saying on uh, Inside Michigan Football. He was saying like this bye week is about recuperating people's bodies because people get banged up, right? Mm. Especially this late in the season. But he said, I want to recuperate bodies, but I want to keep everybody's mental state, like, focused, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge. Yeah. So I hope they can kind of do that. And uh, I think he said they were kind of stepping back in terms of, like, hitting that practice and stuff like that, but still trying to keep, you know, hey, this next game is our biggest game, which, I mean, I hope it works. I don't know. We'll see on Saturday. Right? Um, yeah. It to me, it comes down to is Michigan State going to show up, and for Michigan, is Shea going to play well enough to not cause any turnovers or just keep things intact? I think if Michigan, if Shea plays okay, you know, they'll win the game. Yeah. I think their defense will show up. I think their defense has done a great job the last couple of weeks stopping the run. Um, making some big sacks, and I think they'll be able to stop the run against Michigan State. You know, so and we've I, been solid at home. So. Yeah, and I think another. I mean, this is a good game for Shea to build some more confidence against a bad Michigan State team. If he has a big game, that could really help us out moving forward towards Indiana and Ohio State. Yeah, huge. That would be huge. Just to play some devil's advocate, like you were saying, Michigan State always manages to be kind of lucky always yeah. manages to come into some game that they shouldn't even be competing in and just, you know, sprinkle their magic dust on it and all of a sudden you you flash it on it on Comcast and it's like, dude, this game's like 27-29 with 30 seconds left and, and Michigan State is, you know, on the two. What happened, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's a rivalry game. Stuff can, can happen. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that was weird because I I looked over to the state game when I was watching the Bama game, um, and I was like, oh, okay, that game's done. Yeah. I'm not yeah. even gonna look at the score. And then my mom texted me. She's like, Michigan State lost. I was like, what? <laughs> what? How? It's just a strange program, yeah. man. So, what do you think about Brandon Peters, man? Jack, what do you think about him? Go blue, it's Michigan quarterback, yeah. baby. Go blue. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, I mean I. I'll, I'll go back to what was it, twenty seventeen? We were what eight and five, and uh, right twenty seventeen. Yeah, Brandon Peters playing yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Before he got hurt, if he wouldn't have got hurt against Wisconsin, I think we would have won that game. Mm-hmm. And what was another one? It was something because if he wasn't hurt, he would have played against Ohio State, and that was a close game too. We could have yeah. won that game instead of having John O'Corn in there. Yeah, I thought I think Brandon. I think he's a solid quarterback. Yeah, man. yeah, I dude. Mean, you know, I, like. 
that could have been something where he could have still been quarterback in Michigan mm-hmm. right now if he never got hurt that season and ended up, you know, yeah, you're right, doing something crazy. You're and right. that was Harbaugh's first quarterback recruit. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I, yeah. I'm with you. I think I'm not he, saying bring back Peters. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm not at all. <laughs> but, I'm not at all. But, but yeah, I think, you know, he's better than he kind of looked when he was playing for yeah. us. Yes. He, he didn't yes. really start a ton of games, right, at Michigan. It was only yeah, a one couple of years. Yeah, just that, that season. And yeah. then he got hurt, and then, mm-hmm. you know, it is, back in. It is interesting to think Shea was the number one dual-threat quarterback and the number three player in his class, and he yeah. really hasn't kind of, like, lived up to the hype. I mean, at Ole Miss, he was... He looked he good. He was slinging it. But now, he, was yeah, he, to, kinda hasn't, he was throwing to DK Metcalf. <laughs> yeah, like some big dudes out there. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, I think he had probably a lot more confidence back then, too. Or I feel like he's, I don't know, maybe if yeah. I'm just saying it, but I just feel like he doesn't have as much confidence. Yeah. He also had that knee injury, too. Yeah. That oh, yeah. huge. Busted up his knee. And I, I wonder if this, if he's still dealing with that oblique injury at all. And maybe this oh, bye week yeah. is, you know, something to help him kind of, like, fully recover over that if he hasn't already. Yeah, that's a good point. I totally forgot about Interested that. Interested to see uh, how everybody looks this weekend. Yeah. What do you guys, uh, I know it's we're going on here for a while. What are your... What are your, like, top – if you were in the committee, who would your teams be, like, top five? One to five. Top, or one to one, six. Let's go one to one six. To six. six. Kind of... LSU would be one. Mm-hmm. Ohio State would be number two. Um, I mean, got to put Clemson, I guess, at number three. Uh, I guess, yeah, Bama number four kind of makes sense. Oregon – Number six, fuck Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> hey, I, I, I think that's I'm, not bad. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pull it up to see. Or Georgia. What they have. Maybe yeah. Georgia's in there. You know, I think that actually isn't isn't you know Minnesota at six. They're undefeated. They played Georgia played pretty bad against South Carolina, who lost to App State last night. App State crushed the Carolina teams. Yeah, and South They're Carolina beat Georgia. I know it's hard to like you know the comparison week to week, but Notre Dame. You look at them; they they almost beat Georgia too. So Minnesota, in my mind, maybe they could throw down with the Bulldogs and yeah, and the, yeah. maybe maybe the AP has Minnesota at number seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's ten spots. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah, it's top six: LSU, Ohio State, Clemson. I would put Alabama, and then. Uh, where it gets tough. Uh, I'm going Oklahoma, Minnesota. Mm, Oklahoma. I like Oklahoma. I like Oklahoma too, but they almost lost to Iowa State. This they past weekend, they, they could have won by Iowa one. State, they won by one point. They won by yeah. one. Iowa State came back, went for a two point conversion to win the game. The dude could. It was like literally right here. But they had two defenders on him. Picked it off. I like Oklahoma. Whoa. I think that Sunday. Iowa State game. Kirk Herbstreit was saying this is going to be a close game. Like Oklahoma's going to win, but it might be by like two or three. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I think that's kind of like one of those weird rivalry games that's kind of brewed. Iowa State, there's a lot of guys tough. Yeah. So I mean, I I'm not as surprised, but I I think you know as the season kind of comes to a close and as it starts really ramping up, I think that Oklahoma team could be like a force. But also, you think after losing to Kansas State, they would not want that to happen again. And they, you know, they kind of up a lot of points again. That's you true. know, I just think if that's happening again twice in one season, you can't put that team in the playoff. 
Yeah. I well, just don't why. think you should. I don't think they deserve it. As much as I would love to see Jalen Hurts and go against Bama, I just don't think they deserve it at this point. Yeah. That's why they're outside the top four for me. Yeah. What's right. your understanding? Um, honestly, just from, I guess, eye tests or whatever, I'd probably say OSU number one, LSU number two. <clears throat> uh, I'd probably say Alabama at three and Clemson at four. <clears throat> Sorry, but my hope is that it ends up being um, Ohio State versus Oregon and LSU versus and LSU versus Clemson. I'd like to see Alabama. I'd like to o- Oklahoma wins out. Alabama wins out, but. Alabama doesn't get in because they lost and because their schedule is pretty bad. And I'd like to see the Jalen uh, rematch with Oklahoma, which I go. think they would do because it's obvious, right? They both have one loss. Yeah. There's obviously some sort of like, you know, tune into kind yeah. of thing, right? <laughs> they could sell that. They could sell that, right? As a, like a New Year's Six game? New Year's Six game, right? And then I think Oregon having the one loss at the beginning of the season and, uh, they lost off of, you know, in like the last like probably like 30 <coughs> seconds or something. It yeah, was a pretty yeah. insane game. It's like they still win their conference. Still win their conference. Yeah. They look pretty dominant against USC and they look they look pretty good. I'd like to I, I don't like to see this like two teams in SEC all the time. Or no. two, two SEC teams in. Like mix it up. Who gives a shit? Like <laughs> just stop doing it. They just need to they need to expand it and they need to do conference champion. Mm. From each from each power five, mm-hmm. and then three mm. at large. At large, one of them maybe um, an a group of five, oh, group five, and then two at large. Mm. Okay, yeah, the best group of five and two at large. I heard Joel Klatt say something about know. like he would like Michigan and Ohio State to play like three games before the season ends, so that if there was a conference championship, that they could like match up or something without being like a repeat. We'd have to. Get rid of the East and West Conference, though. Yeah. Or put them in separate conferences. Which I think they should. Just don't even do the sides. Do like the Big 12 does. Two best teams in the conference. I like that, yeah. I think every conference should do that. I would like for it to be one, one like, you know, non-FBS team, right? That's who you start the season with. And then then you you do a home home and home with another conference. And then you do, like, you know, nine games where it's all conference play. I'm, I almost think just get rid of the conference championship. Who cares? Like, I don't think it, like, provides anything extra. Like, I mean, for for the Big Ten, you, you've been getting, like, Ohio State versus Nebraska. Fuck that. Well, that's why <laughs> if you get rid of the, the East and West, that's the two best teams. So it could be uh, Ohio State-Michigan, Michigan-Penn State, you know, Whoever. Wisconsin. It'd be the two best teams, so it's not some BS game like yeah. you had last year. yeah. Right, because then it's a more you know exciting matchup, and it could be a way for I mean you know one of those teams to get back into the race, and it's, it's mm. exciting. So mm. if, if they get rid of the East and West, I think it's good to have conference title games. If not, it's just annoying to me. What do you think, Kalen? Do you think that the schedule should be? How do you think it should kind of be? Or do you think they should go to eight or keep it at four? Yeah, I think they definitely need to expand the playoff just because there's more teams that. I think could compete in that system and potentially win. I mean, I always think back to that UCF team. I mean, they were they were good and they were good that I year. Think and they got no shot. Yeah, and they it was like oh they beat Auburn. Like who cares? You yeah. Know? 
and then they were claiming themselves as national champs. Right. And I'm like, I mean... You, you know, can't do that, but then well, you also should get a shot. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it's got to be expanded. I say just make it like eight teams. Mm-hmm. I say do Jim Harbaugh's thing that he came up with. You guys see that? Where uh-huh. He like came up with this. Some uh, reporter was like, Jim, what do you think about college football playoff? And he's like, oh, I got a thing typed up about it. Reached in his jacket pocket. <laughs> Fucking already had it prepped. I'm like, what? this guy is a nut, man. What was it? And then he had, a, I can't remember, but it was almost like NFL style, where it was like, you know, it was something like what you're saying, group of five and two at large. Yeah. But then the group of five was like, group of five slash independent. So then it was okay. like a spot for Notre Dame, really. Notre Dame, Army, yeah. whatever. But also, it's like having March Madness and you have just Final Four. Right. You know? What's like, the fun in that? You know? March Madness is fun to see the teams all year round and, you know, or for that whole month really kind of develop where around 64 where, you know, we have four teams instead of 64. Right. It's more fun, more money, whatever. Yeah. If you got to shorten the season, do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think they might as well see there's all, a lot do. of the best teams there. Yeah. There's stuff they could do, but... They have to tune in to Blue by 90 for the real real opinions. Right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap it up here, yeah. guys. Uh, yeah, so check us out on YouTube. Um, we're on pretty much all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, leave us a comment if you have any uh, input. And uh, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. So uh, thanks for listening, and go Blue. Go Blue. Beat go State. Blue. Yep, Beat State.